Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Over the last decade, movie theaters have been a revolving door for comic book adaptations, all starring male characters. But it is 2017, and it is beyond time to bring some female heroes into rotation. Cue Wonder Woman, the latest and greatest action hero flick to hit the big screen, starring the badass Gail Godot and directed by the Directors Guild award-winning Patty Jenkins. Also, I just saw it, and I was completely obsessed. Wonder Woman was a smash hit in the box office on its opening weekend, raking in more than a hundred million domestically, a new record for a movie directed by a woman. Just taking a minute to like give that a little round of applause. Our Cosmo readers and editors have been going crazy for all things Wonder Woman, and so I'd like to dig a little deeper into a movie that is clearly resonating with women on a much deeper level than just entertaining them for a few hours. What does Wonder Woman say about finally making space for women in the superhero hero world in 2017? Could this film be a rally cry for the feminist movement, and why did I and every other lady around me literally cry while watching it? I'm Elisa Benson. This is Cosmopolitan.com's Happy Hour podcast, and today we are talking about Wonder Woman. If you haven't watched the film yet, beware. We may discuss spoilers in this episode, but you should listen anyway because it's that good. Joining me on the panel today is Cosmopolitan.com's senior entertainment editor, Eliza Thompson. Hi, Eliza. Hi. How would you describe your feelings about Wonder Woman in one word? Obsessed. Obsessed. I really put you on the spot with that one. So you loved it. I loved it. Okay, tell me why you loved it. Well, I, well, I saw it twice. Um, okay, you the, saw it before it came out, probably a couple days. I saw a press screening and then I went back to see the um, all woman screening at Alamo Draft House. Oh my god, I didn't even know that was a thing. You saw it in a room full of ladies. Did your heart grow two sizes? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, why did I love it so much? I just thought it was really. I mean, it was a good movie. Like. On From the start most to basic finish, level. yeah. But it was just so much fun to see a woman kicking ass and also just not have it be so dark. Because so many superhero movies are just like really sad and depressing. 
And you wrote a really, of course, positive review for Cosmopolitan.com. And I think that was one thing that I hadn't necessarily thought about because I don't like give a shit about superheroes, to be honest. Like I see them in the generic way that just like everyone, you know, like everyone sees those movies. The superhero movies are just such a part of like pop culture. So I've kind of absorbed them in that way, which is like without really caring about them. But you pointed that out in your review and I never really thought about it. But usually superheroes are so like tormented by their like past demons or the like sadness in their life and she is just wonder woman diana is just so happy she is i love the part in the movie where she goes baby (laughs) (laughs) and the part where she eats ice cream and she's like you should be very proud i know she's just so happy to learn about the world she's so happy to learn about the world um and I have to say, like, you know, this whole there's been so much talked about of this sort of like unexpected emotional reaction that women had to seeing all the fight scenes. I read all those reviews and sort of was expecting to feel that way going into it. And like, I'm a giant sap about everything. But I feel like that very first training scene where she is with the Amazon women and they're sort of practicing, it still hit me so hard. And that wasn't even one of the real like fight sequences because I just didn't even realize until that moment how truly rare it was. You know, in the rest of the scene, she's basically fighting men. But in that very first scene where it's like her training with the other Amazon women, it was like you have literally like there has been no other depiction of this in like the history of film of like all of these women, you know, like a sequence of women fighting. And that's everyone on screen is female. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, because not just comic book movies. I mean, any like action movie that has, you know, like a strong female lead or whatever. Usually she's the only female character or she's the only one fighting right like even Mad Max Fury Road which I really loved um the other women besides Charlize Theron are just like the brides and they're escaping and they're like kind of cool and you feel bad for their plight but you don't watch them fight in the way that everyone else does right right so that just like felt so like unbelievably novel and I just like that was so powerful even though I should have been totally expecting it to just feel like this is an image that so many girls are growing up seeing and so many men of course like little boys will grow up seeing this as being normal and not having it be the one token like badass lady in like a male dominated movie I think that's so cool yeah. Um, and one of the things you touched on in your review is like, of course, um, Gail herself is like such a badass. But just can you talk a little bit about the significance of this being a female director in this space? Um, well, I, I mean, in all movies, women just don't get I mean, all studio movies, women just don't get the same opportunities that men do. Um, like every year, I think it's. USC. Someone does a study like every year about female directors in Hollywood, and I think it actually got worse from 2015 to 2016, which is crazy because it was already so bad. Um, and it's just such a rarity that they get to helm these huge blockbusters, which is really annoying because by the same token, men get to do it all the time without having been tested, like the guy. Uh, I'm blanking on which Marvel movie it was, but one of those like huge Marvel movies this guy got to do it and like hadn't really been tested in a blockbuster before right so it's not like you can even say like oh well these superhero movies are so important because they're such a contributor to the bottom line so they always give it to more experienced directors right no they always give it to men right and like sometimes they do like Joss Whedon did the Avengers or like you know Christopher Nolan did those Batman ones but other times they're kind of like these lesser known filmmakers who aren't necessarily bad they just 
get the chance to try, whereas women don't get that chance. Women don't get that chance. Did you cry watching it? Um, I don't know if I like cried all the way, but I definitely teared up. You definitely several teared times, up. like a little, like a little, like eh, something in my eye. Yeah, and like at weird times, like during yeah. fights, not yeah. like during any sad moments. Yeah, but I think again, the movie. I mean, certainly, I think the I think because of Wonder Woman's optimism the movie really has a lot of heart like you sort of genuinely believe her interest in making the world a better place and it has a lot of heart for that reason but it's not it's not like sad it doesn't have that sort of like faux seriousness I think of all the man superhero movies yeah and that's always kind of what annoys me about superhero movies because I read a lot of comic books and certainly many of them are dark but a lot of them are not. Like, even though there is a lot of fighting in them, they're still really fun. And so many superhero movies kind of, like, take the fun out of it. They're just, it's all about the brooding or it's all about the violence. And it's just, like, missing that, like, fun pop. Right. That sort of levity. And I think they even poke fun at that idea of the serious origin story in this movie. Because, of course, they sort of let her be a little bit of a... What am I trying to say here? They sort of make fun of her sort of adherence to this idea of the gods' involvement in war. Like, that's sort of a, you know, and of course she ends up being right in the end. But that's sort of a punchline throughout. And I thought that was a smart way of doing it because those are the parts that, to me, as somebody who's not a superhero fan, that can feel a little, like, self-serious and therefore gag-inducing traditionally in these kinds of movies. So I felt like it was a good, like, 2017 update. Yeah. Um, Did you read Wonder Woman as, like, in comic book form? Um, I actually didn't, but I'm going to now. You're going to movie. now? Yeah. I just always felt daunted. Yeah. Because there's so many. She's there's been so around many. since the 40s. Yeah, yeah. She's really like a, um, really a, um, what's the word? Icon. <laughs> Legend. Icon. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so your section, the entertainment section at Cosmopolitan.com has done a ton of pieces around the movies. Any favorites that you've worked on or favorite pieces of coverage we've done? Um, well, we Laura Beck, one of our other writers, did this thing where she interviewed little girls who had gone to see the movie, yes. which I really loved because there was a little girl sitting behind me at uh, one of the ones I went to, and she was dressed up like Wonder Woman. That is so cute. And her brother, she had on, her outfit wasn't like an official costume, it was like homemade, Yeah. and her brother was making fun of her because it wasn't official, and her mom was like, stop it, it's cool. And I was <laughs> that's like, that's so a great cute. mom. There was a little girl next to me who like was quiet and seemed to like not really have have any reaction I have to be honest <laughs> but I assume she's just a quiet person I don't know or she wasn't into it I mean whatever you don't have to be into it just because I loved it um and what was the other question I wanted to ask did you have a favorite moment from the movie my favorite part is when she uh is in the trenches with the guys and she's like why can't we help these people and then mm. she strips off her outfit and then has her Wonder Woman garb and goes through that uh, the no man's land and is like deflecting bullets yes. all by herself. Yes. I teared up during that part. It's such a good part. I also love that she literally most of the movie has her hair pulled back but she takes it down when she's fighting which I feel like is such a role reversal from the sort of like you're serious when you put your hair in a ponytail kind of trope. Okay I have to be honest though I actually was just talking about this last night how much it annoys me that women always have like long beautiful hair when they're fighting. Right right because it like, wouldn't be the realistic. first thing you would do is put it in a ponytail right right 
right, right. Or like the Katniss braid. And I mean, Wonder Woman's a little different because she's like a god. She's a god. She can probably like deflect bullets with her hair or whatever. Right. Just like shake her head and then she's fine. Right. But still, a she, little, little bun. Right, 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 right. Also, the other Amazons had, like, cool braids. Yeah. I mean, that I really noticed. I actually emailed our beauty editor today, and I was like, can we do a braid video that's, like, the Amazon braid? Because their hair is so cool. And, yeah, she wears hers down. But I, in some ways, felt like that was a nod to this, like... I mean, you're right that superheroes typically have the, like, long flowing hair, but I do I do feel like there's that generic, like, the serious girl wears her hair in a ponytail, and I sort of loved that Wonder Woman was allowed to have a blowout and also deflect bullets. Right. She could still be very feminine. Exactly. Exactly. Such a babe. Um, so I think we should call up some of our friends from the movie. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Our first guest is the youngest correspondent for the digital news outlet, Red Carpet Report. At just seven years old, Kennedy has already started hitting the red carpets and reviewing films online, including Wonder Woman. Welcome, Kennedy. How are you? Good. Good. What did you think of Wonder Woman? What I thought about Wonder Woman was great. It was awesome, and it was so amazing. What was your favorite part? I thought it was amazing, too. What was your favorite part? My favorite part of the movie was when she defeated her brother Ares with the lightning and all that power she got. Yeah, so you like the big action. You like the finale, basically. Yes. Yeah. And were you a fan of Wonder Woman before you saw the movie? Yes. um, When I started being a Wonder Woman fan, that was when my mom started letting me watch the Linda Carter TV show Wonder Woman. Oh, so you're an old school fan. Yeah, and I also had a Wonder Woman birthday party, and I my mom I was gonna get uh, Wonder Woman Justice I mean Wonder Woman bounce house, but they didn't have one. They didn't have one. I bet they will now. You should have you sh- you were ahead of the curve, but I think for your next birthday, for your eighth birthday, you should probably do another Wonder Woman theme party. Yes. Maybe like a Wonder Woman Halloween costume is in your future. I have a Wonder Woman costume, but. It doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> that I know. That's the problem with being seven. And actually, also the problem with being 33. <laughs> I also have a Wonder Woman costume that doesn't fit me anymore. Yeah. And, and my mom my mom pinned her Wonder Woman costume for me, her, her grown-up one. It was funny. Oh, she, so, she, so you could wear hers. Yeah, and she also made me a paper Wonder Woman costume that we made together. That's amazing. What are your friends at school saying about Wonder Woman? Um, I don't know. They haven't talked about it. They haven't talked about it. Okay, okay. So you're really like ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and why do you think Wonder why is Wonder Woman so special to you? She's so special to me because she gives me the confidence to do everything and she's so smart and brave and she's a princess and a superhero. A princess and a superhero. She's totally goals, as we say. Yes. And so are you planning, so did you hear that they're planning to do a sequel? No. Yeah, they're going to do a sequel, so there's going to be another one. Probably there'll be more than one because it made so much money. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll probably see that as soon as it comes out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kennedy, any other thoughts you want to share about Wonder Woman or what you thought of it? No. No. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining. We're. I wish that when I was seven years old that I had been able to see this movie. So I think it's super cool that it was so well done. So thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The last time I talked to you guys about StoryWorth, it was just before Mother's Day, and I couldn't wait to give it to my mom as a special gift. Well, my mom loves her StoryWorth subscription so much, I just have to give one to my dad for Father's Day. So in case you forgot, let me remind you about what makes StoryWorth so awesome. It is an easy and fun way to capture lasting memories with your loved ones and to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask before. At the end of the year, they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book that makes an awesome item to cherish and pass down for generations. Here's how it works. Purchase a subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life. They reply simply to the email with their story, or they can record it over the phone by calling the StoryWorth number. All stories are private and only shared with family that you choose. After a year, their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. It's super thoughtful and unique and will be a great gift to pass down throughout the family. If you are tired of giving dad the same gift every year for Father's Day, then this is a perfect option. Strengthen your family bonds and get to know your loved one in a whole new way with StoryWorth. To try it out for $20 off, go to storyworth.com Cosmo. Don't worry about a last-ditch attempt to find something unique for Father's Day. Get dad a gift he can cherish for a lifetime. Choose StoryWorth. Again, for $20 off, that's storyworth.com Cosmo. Our next guest is a former Olympian who was hand-selected to play one of the Amazon warriors in the Wonder Woman film. On the line to share with us all of her behind-the-scenes secrets is Jenny Pacey. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Hi, Cosmo. I'm really good. How are you both? Good. Eliza and I have already been talking. Our whole episode of the podcast today is all about Wonder Woman and how we are completely obsessed with the movie. We loved it so much. Um, what? How did you get involved? What was the casting process like? Uh, I had um, a Twitter message from an agent asking me if I'd like to audition for a Hollywood film. And at the time, I was like, "Mm, this can't be real. But then they ended up using me and uh, emailing me on my business account, Pace and Go. And that ended up being an audition at Warner Brothers, which was about 18 months ago. Okay. So I I went to the first audition, and there were hundreds of girls and we all got put through a stunt scene where a stunt coordinator taught us how to fight with a sword and a shield and then we were filmed doing the fight scene and then interviewed on camera to see our backgrounds and our strengths and and what we had done in media and acting and modeling before so after that i got a second audition and they narrowed it down to a hundred of us and um, there was like the producers and casting directors and stunt coordinators. And we had to go out and do a two minute audition piece showcasing our physicality or our skill. Um, and then we got interviewed again. And after that, they narrowed it down to 40 girls. And we got put in a boot camp for two weeks. Oh my gosh. And this was all a, yeah, it was like <laughs> quite a process. Yeah. Uh, And we were put through two hours of physical conditioning training in the morning. And then we were put through two hours of stunt training with swords and shields and lances and bows and arrows. Again, being taught another fight scene. And we were filmed after two weeks. And then it was like do or die. Some people were cut, half the group were cut and half were cut. Oh, my God. Um, I know. It was like waiting for that email to come. On the uh, Friday evening after we've been um, auditioned and filmed at the Friday day. And that's when I got the uh, email to say that I got a part in the film and I was going to be an Amazon warrior. Oh, my God. That is incredible. I actually had no (laughs) idea that the casting process would have been 
this crazy. And also, I can't believe this all started with someone sliding into your DMs. <laughs> I know, exactly. And me being like, what, really? Just thinking it was a joke. And yeah. then it's literally the next two months were just crazy with auditions and um, then getting the role and then starting. We did seven months training wow. with the team and um, the training team, Jim Jones at Warner Brothers, getting us ready to be like the most badass Amazons we could be. And I think that's actually so interesting for people to know because I think sometimes you assume when you see these fight scenes in a you know huge movie like Wonder Woman that it's so much about the special effects, but you are living proof that this was like the most insane training of your life. Yeah, and that's I think why I love it so much and why the film is being so well received. Because you know when you watch the beginning scenes with the Amazons and the fight scenes, which I actually and, said, not even thinking about this in connection to you, but mm-hmm. I said before you got on the phone that that was like my favorite part of the entire movie. It was watching the training fighting scenes with the Amazon women. So anyway, go on. <laughs> it's my favorite part too. <laughs> um, but I think it was beautifully shot and then incredibly authentic because there was like 50 women who were strong and badass and had been training for like seven months. Some of the most incredible stunt women that really brought like the key characters to life. And I don't know, as a, as a female, I was just really proud. It gave me goosebumps like all the way through that first scene. Absolutely, absolutely. And at what point in this like sort of endless audition process did you like did you know when you went into the first official meeting at the Warner Brothers studio that this was all for Wonder Woman or were they keeping that under wraps? No, so uh, with a major Hollywood film, they keep it under wraps and they usually have code names for the film. Mm. So there was a special code name, Nightingale, for Wonder Woman. Oh. And I didn't, I know, <laughs> and we didn't find out for probably two months. Wow. Um, and which is obviously quite interesting as a performer because you, you're like giving up your life in a way, throwing yourself into this project in this film, but you have no idea what it is. Right. And you must have had this, what was your motivation? Like, you must have had the sense that this was going to be something epic. Yeah, I feel like lots of things in my life happen for a reason. Hmm. And um, say my background as an athlete, as a long jumper and a bobsledder, and all the training I've done for the last two decades, like, came together Hmm. um, really for this role and to make it so authentic. And I don't know, I just had a sense like there were amazing people involved, like Patty Jenkins, the director, and then the stunt coordinator. And like the size and like epic energy around the whole project mm. really inspired me. And I felt like it was, it was just a good one to take a punt on and go for. Absolutely. And what did the experience of being an athlete who has trained at a really high level and competed at a really high level, how did that compare to the physical challenge of filmmaking? It's a completely different situation. In terms of being an athlete for the training prior to filming, it's usually helped me. Mm -hmm. A lot of the physical training was to cause hypertrophy or bulk us up, so I put on like 10 pounds of muscle. Wow. Um, And then we would rip up ready for the filming scene. So in terms of like my muscle fibers they're very sensitive and I can bulk up very quickly when I weight train Mm. and so that side was great but then when it comes to filming it's I mean my favorite phrase is hurry up and wait you can be (laughs) up at 4 30 a.m you're in makeup for two hours you end up on set and you couldn't wait for 10 hours before it's your time to go on wow yeah and I'm sure we're like oh sorry go ahead 
uh, we were in corsets and armour as well. Mm. So we would like be on set and you would want to like maintain your physique because the later training um, filming was when we had like crop tops on and our abs out. You wanted to look really good like three weeks into being in Italy. Yeah. And so I'd end up doing like tricep dips and squats and abs, but kind of like constrained in a corset on set. Wow. And did you, was, I would also imagine that a major difference between being an athlete and then doing this for a film is like having to repeat the same thing again and again and again so they can like film you from different camera angles or whatever, which is completely different than being an athlete and getting your like one shot. Yeah, it's very true. There would, some scenes, filming days are very interesting because some things like you said, you repeat over and over, but because... I was a long jumper and an athlete. You do actually try and replicate a skill set mm. within um, each, like, jump, for instance. So in terms of replication, it was sometimes, like, a little bit boring in terms of your mindset, but my body could do it very easily. Right. And then some days would be, like, absolutely incredible where you'd end up firing flaming arrows off a cliff and you'd get shot at different angles and told to do it in different ways each time. Wow. So, it, it, yeah, it was a real mix in terms of the filming front. Um, that's so interesting. And so you mentioned that one of the things that you had to do as part of this very long audition process was make essentially like a little like two minute sizzle reel about yourself. What was your like, what was your like money shot? <laughs> like, was there something you were really like showing off in that? Did you have to like show people and say like, what looks more impressive, me doing this or me doing this? <laughs> it was... That was really interesting because there was a different women from all different like sporting backgrounds. So there was like dancers and crossfitters and models mm. and all different people. And I was like, everyone was doing their different thing. Like the dancers were doing splits and leaping around and crossfitters <laughs> like brought in some weights and were doing like cleans and snatches and like Olympic lifts. And I just thought I'd play to my strengths. So I'm a specialist in high intensity training and plyometrics. So I did like a really high octane, high energy, bouncing around, springing around, doing plyometric push-ups and burpees and like the most crazy fitness exercises I could do, um, which seemed to impress them because then they asked me loads of stuff about my background and my sporting background. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, d- I didn't ask them like, was my uh, plyometric tuck jump? 360 burpee better than my crazy push-up <laughs> but they seemed really impressed and asked lots about my background I feel so impressed just hearing you talk about it without having even actually watched that <laughs> I'm feeling tired just thinking about that and it actually sounds like you were sort of right to be thinking about you know the you know this is an action movie and the fight scenes and everything are so high energy and it sounds like you were right to sort of tap into that really like frantic energetic pace yeah and when I go into situations I try never to compare myself to other people mm-hmm. but sort of for the dancers doing their thing and the crossfitters and um I just stuck to what like I I was good at and would showcase me in the best way I'm, I'm imagining, you know, that sort of famous scene in Mean Girls where they're saying the layout of the cafeteria and it's like the art freaks over here. Like, I'm imagining that, like, and this, like, athletic on crack, like, at this, it's like the dancers sitting over here and they're all doing leaps and turns. The CrossFit exactly. junkies over there. <laughs> exactly. And there's, like, a lycra fest of um, women with abs just, like, showing off. <laughs> but in their little pockets. 
then collective, like, what they did before. It was cool that, like, some athletes there and then there'll be, like, boring dancers, there'll be gymnasts, and it was a really amazing process to be part of. That's so and then cool. When we were, we, when we filmed, uh, in, there was a valley where we filmed in Italy, and there was, like, 40 incredibly strong, inspiring, amazing women all dotted through the valley, and you, like, looked across and, like, wow, I am part of something very cool. Mm. So what was cooler to be a part of, Wonder Woman or the Olympics? (laughs) (laughs) It's such a tough one. It's it's weird, like, it's different phases of my life and different parts have different incredible meanings. Mm. There's no greater feeling, though, I don't think, than representing your country Mm. in sports. Because you train for thousands of hours as an athlete and try and avoid injury and remain tenacity and determined. And so I think that's the pinnacle to compete for your country. That still comes out on top. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. And so um, if there was a sequel, would you... Do we know yet if there's going to be a sequel, actually? Yeah, it came out in the press that they'll be doing a Wonder Woman too. Okay, and are you going to do it? Will we see you again? I, would absolutely love to do it. Um, it's just if my character or the Amazons are brought back. Depends on the storyline. Ah, uh, sure. We don't really know. Well, it's hard to imagine. I think the Amazon women were such an epic part of of the of this first movie. It's hard to imagine them doing a sequel without you guys at least having a little bit of screen time. Well, I think so. <laughs> I think the Amazons should get their own movie. Yeah, exactly. You can star in the spinoff. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, Amazon Adventures. We need to get Patty involved. Yes, yes. Maybe you should slide into her DMs and tell her that. <laughs> now that we know that's how it all happens. <laughs> with loads of emojis with a little cross sword and bow and arrows. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You have the pitch all worked out. Well, Jenny, thank you so much. We loved the movie so much. You did an amazing job, and it was so incredible to hear about how many like months and months and actually really years of training in your case went into making it feel so cool and so kick-ass so thank you so much i'm glad you guys loved it so much we did thanks jenny bye-bye thank you take care Bye. bye welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it our next guest was the perfect comic relief in the film, doing a phenomenal performance as Etta Candy in Wonder Woman. Welcome actress Lucy Davis. Hi, Lucy. Hi, love. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Where are you calling from right now? I'm good. I'm in my home in Los Angeles. Ah, so you live in Los Angeles, but you have a fab, eternal British accent. <laughs> yeah, I do. I live in Los Angeles. I've been here for about 14 years and I can't lose my accent. I can't <laughs> lose my American accent to save my life. <laughs> well, I will not even try to do my British accent. That is ne- neither here nor there. Um, but tell us, how did you get involved with Wonder Woman and what was the audition process like? Sure. I auditioned um, here in Los Angeles at Warner Brothers and then I did one. And then Patty Jenkins, the director, she asked to Skype me and we just Skyped for, we spoke for about six minutes about the role and then Mm. we spoke for about 40 minutes about superhero movies and why we thought people liked them and why we were obsessed with them and and everything went into a big sort of spiritual um, chat 
about why we think this resonates with people so much. So it was actually a fabulous conversation. And so so you were a, it sounds like you were basically a lifelong superhero fan. Uh, yeah, I was, well, I was um, obsessed with um, Superman 1 movie and mm. Superman 2. Uh, I mean, loved it to the point where when I was 10, I would go to the hairdresser and say, can I look like Lois Lane? I don't know what that really means, but I was like, do my hair like Lois Lane. <laughs> And um, and I loved Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. And for about a year, um, again, I think I was about then, um, about a year, I would go to bed and spin around, do her twirl, <laughs> just before I got into bed. For some reason, I thought this was the missing ingredient between being me and Wonder Woman. And, um, <laughs> and, I, just, and I did that for about a year. So you can't accuse me of not putting the effort in. <laughs> you've, been, you've been campaigning for this role your whole life, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. and so what was it like to be involved with a project that was so female-centric? You know, interestingly, all the way through, it never entered my head about it. I didn't think a lot about it being female-centric. Mm. I was excited to be part of this movie about this superhero. Um, when I heard that Patty was <clears throat> directing it, I remember thinking, what an amazing director, rather than what, rather than quantifying it as female. Sure. Because I'd seen Monster, um, the film that she wrote and directed with Charlize Theron, and it was, I thought, such an amazing movie. And, and she's now done these two movies with such different female protagonists, and I was fascinated by that. And I knew with Patty that the story would have gravitas and it would, there would be a story and, and she would want every aspect to it, you know, humor and romance and action. And so that was something I was interested. I was like, oh yeah, of course, there's the whole female thing around it. And, and at the time I was so excited to see Patty. And then when I met and worked with Gal, I was like, what a perfect woman for this role and everybody was just like beings of light in this movie it was magical and so the 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 idea of it being about female is so exciting but hadn't been the thing that I focused on does that make sense yeah absolutely absolutely and in some ways it's like that's what that's sort of the perfect world that we all want to get to where it's no big Mm -hmm. deal to have a female director Mm -hmm. although of course it was such a such an accomplishment and so amazing since female directors are still so underrepresented especially among these big budget films Um, absolutely yeah I I know you mentioned um, you know you really being a fan of Patty and her work and knowing that she would sort of bring humor in particular to the role and that was one thing Eliza and I were talking about before we jumped on the phone with you that I really appreciated about this movie was that there were moments of sort of humor and levity to it because I think sometimes superhero movies can skew a little on the self-serious side. (laughs) Right, right, right. That's one of the things that I did love about the original Superman. I I thought there was so much love and light in it, like like, like even just him rescuing a kitten from a tree. It Mm. was a tiny thing and and, but it makes the audience resonate so much more and and that's what I think Patty and Gal and everyone else brought to Wonder Woman is, is we 
some of the humour made us resonate. There's that scene in the boat with um, Diana and Steve Trevor's where they're getting to know each other a bit and there's some, you know, talk about there's some sexual innuendos without her really even knowing that that's what she's doing. And, and I just think it's a genius scene. It makes me roar every time I see it. So I love that. I loved the sex scene too, of course, working at Cosmo, like any references to people talking about sex is so right up our alley, but I loved it because it felt like one you could imagine at some point there might have been discussion about like, do we leave this on the cutting room floor? Is it really moving it forward? Is it too much? And I love that they kept it in and your summary of it, this sort of like slight, not even realizing it was a new window was perfectly played. Exactly. And and what I loved about Diana in that scene is her innocence and naivety, mm-hmm. but you didn't think you were dealing with an idiot either. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you felt like you were you were with somebody who had all her boundaries in order. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And with someone who who you wouldn't you wouldn't mess with, and yet she was fabulously naive and and inexperienced. And the mixture of that, I think, is difficult to get. Absolutely, absolutely, to be able to sort of show both dimensions. And, and so there was a lot of humor in your character um, that you sort of brought. What were sort of the biggest challenges playing Edda and what were you kind of, what was important to you to get across in, in your character? Um, for me, I think that uh, what I love about Etta is, is that she's unapologetically herself. And and I wanted to get that across, that that she was living in this time period, which was 1918. She was living in a very man's world where man run it. Um, and unlike Wonder Woman, who's come from this place of pure women and equality and strength, she ever has had to adapt to man's world, but she still kept her spirit. Um, and, and she still knows exactly what she wants. And she's still um, spunky and, and says things that, that she means and thinks. Um, so, and I think that it took me a long time in my life to be unapologetically myself. And mm. and the freedom that comes with that is so great for me that I always hope that that if anyone can be inspired to be that, I think that, that would be the greatest gift because I think we're so sometimes bound by society's rules and restrictions and um, things that we think that we should be or we should look a certain way and and I think that it takes us out of the game the whole time and Etta for me was this wonderful example of somebody enjoying her life full of spirit um, does what she wants looks like she does which is not like Wonder Woman sure. and it would never enter her head that she doesn't it would never enter her head that she was any different just because they looked visually different. Right. And so it, that was, for me, powerful, um, helpful, and um, someone that I'm very glad that I got to um, portray. And you definitely get the sense that she is the one that is sort of keeping everything moving, you know, and right. I, that, that sort of first exchange where... Um, you know, I can't remember. I now I'm in a weird position of sort of like quoting a scene from the movie to you, which you will know better than I do. But you know, where she's sort of describing her role, and Diana says, "In my country, we call that slavery." And you're, right. and Edda sort of says, "I love her already," or something yeah, like that. Exactly. But sort of poking yeah. into that idea of she really being the one that is keeping all of you know the balls in the air for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah and i think uh, i think her key is that she does it all with such cheeriness that mm-hmm. it kind of can't go wrong i mean she she says i like her because someone's actually seen her and heard her for who she is but she wasn't angry about being a secretary before you know i go where he tells me to go and i do what he tells me to do it wasn't said with bitterness or resentment sure and um with pride yeah exactly it's like Mm -hmm. this is what i do and and now you've just said that so now it's an even better day you know um so i think I, i i i love her spirit i love it and um uh and i'm very honored to have played it Absolutely. And so is Chris is Chris Pine as much as a total of as much of a total dreamboat as he appears to be on screen? Yes. Yeah, I would say so, honestly. <laughs> He's like my number one hot man crush. Um Matt, but do you know what makes him even better is just that he's very, very funny to work with on set. There were times when I'm not very good at not laughing at times when I'm not allowed to laugh. <laughs> um, I always got in trouble for that at school. Um, and, um, and yeah, I didn't get into trouble with it, but it wasn't easy. And sometimes when I wasn't on camera, but someone else was doing their stuff, I was like, come on, Lucy, be professional. You know, don't don't ruin it for someone else. Um, but he was very funny, so I, I enjoyed working with him a lot. So not only is he, is he totally hot, but hilarious, of yeah, course, yeah, perfect yeah. man. I, I haven't <laughs> haven't yet found the flaws. When I do, I'm going to write about them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That will yeah. be a great chapter in your memoir. Right. <laughs> and so, final question before we have to let you go, Lucy. Did you? I don't know what it's like as an you know as an actor. Like you probably get to see this project like long before it comes out in theaters but is did you also go and see it sort of like with all of us regular people like I would imagine that would be cool yeah I actually did and I thought about it and I've never done that before Mm. and I'm also not brilliant at watching myself I tend to because I love what I do and and I love the bit of doing it and I go okay just leave it there and and move on and and that works for me but with this I've seen it before in a private screening and then I've seen it at the premiere and just this last weekend some friends said we're going come and see it with everyone I was like should I is that really daft to do and um and I really enjoyed it it was it was um really cool to hear where people laughed or where people clapped or where people seemed to be moved it was an honor actually yeah that's amazing and did people in the theater recognize you or were you sort of incognito (laughs) yeah I I I do look very different to to Etta I think and um I think if you maybe had know me from other things you you might have put two and two together but if you didn't know me before wonder woman i don't know that you would recognize me so that's cool and um uh and i kind of went i did i confess i did go in early and sit and sit down early right 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 kind of sneak in there you should keep going back i feel like yeah the movie has been such a success but i feel like if people know they could sneakily run into you in a theater in the la area that will keep people going again for a second or third time yeah i i kind of was like i don't know i do get very shy um in things like that so i did go in early i thought i'm just gonna sit down really early and then i'll wait until everyone's gone till i leave (laughs) i'm not trying to be in any way arrogant about it but i just felt a bit shy about being there but i really wanted to see it in that context um and i'm really glad that i did that's very very cool well thank you so much lucy for making the time we loved the movie so much you were amazing in it we can't wait for the second one (laughs) oh i'm glad thank you thank you you too bye-bye bye eliza 
I feel like I love the movie so much and spending the past hour talking to you about it it was actually just like I feel like I feel like hot with excitement I just want to watch it again. <laughs> I know. Should we do that as soon as yes. we wrap this? Let's go again. Okay. Yeah. Blow off your... I know you said you have to go check out a wedding venue after this, but that can wait. I don't even want to marry a man anymore, honestly. <laughs> like, I just want to be Wonder Woman. You want Wonder Woman to be your life partner. Yeah. <laughs> I want to move to the mascara where men aren't allowed. Yes. Yes. Same. I'm right there with you. Um. So we... I feel like you and I came into this... Um, being such super fans and I feel again even more obsessed was there anything like major little like gems of information that you took away from our interviews today um talking to Jenny Pacey was cool I did not know I assume that you know they hired people who like looked muscly but I didn't know that they actually made them do all that training oh my gosh I had no idea and I I feel like I just always think that everything in movies is fake like it's like CGI people that are fighting or something right like even though it looks so real and so badass I didn't mean that to sound like criticism but yeah hearing that it was basically you actually said this when we were on a break that it was basically sounded like Survivor yeah it was like the most insane reality show of like who gets to end up in this film um that was super cool they should have made it into a TV show because yeah. I would watch that also yes. like winnowing down the women who are going to be uh, the Amazons I feel like for the sequel um, which I loved how I didn't even know that that was like confirmed and like found that out on the phone when we were so you learn things during the during recording the podcast but um I feel like since the first movie was so successful and now we know they're doing a sequel there probably actually will be more like like I could see them actually doing that I mean, I just also really want uh, Robin Wright's character to get her own movie, Antiope. Right. She was so amazing. Like her own, like, origin story or something. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I would watch that. How she rose to be commander of the Amazon army. Yes. And how she braids that hair every day. Yes. Before going definitely, into battle. Definitely need more details about the braid. Well, Eliza, thank you so much for um, joining us today. As always, love having you on the show. Um, this is maybe the first podcast I've ever brought you on that I didn't ask you to talk about being on Jeopardy, but still had to slide it in in the very 11th hour. When we're done. Let me tell you another Jeopardy story. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Um, but thank you so much for joining. And um, do you want to just shout out where people can follow you to see more of your, like, amazing entertainment writing all the time on the site? You can follow me on Twitter. My handle is Thompson Plaid. Thompson, like my last name, Plaid, like the fabric pattern. <laughs> like your favorite fabric. Um, Eliza, thank you so much. Um, and as always, you guys can follow me at Elisa Benson. Feel free to tweet me and let me know what you want to hear us talk about, our, like what obsessions we should deep dive into next week on the podcast. And as always, thank you guys for being such loyal listeners and for subscribing and liking and rating and doing all those podcasty things. I'll see you next week. Bye. is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.